I just had a Pepsi, like a Pepsi Zero. So mm-hmm. just wait for that to kick in. I had a Diet Coke at dinner, um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if it kicked in. I don't think it did. How long ago was that? Like two hours ago. Oh, two hours ago. Yeah, uh, I know. I should have brought another one down, but I did not. But then you risk the the burping. Yeah. And we've already done that. We can't do that again. We can't retread old ground. No. (sighs) Don't do... This will be the yawning episode. Holy God. Uh, uh, Are you playing anything this week? Uh, Yeah, I, I started playing a little to the left. Have you heard of this? Sorry, I thought you were giving me camera directions. No. <laughs> the game is called A Little to the Left. I think that answers your question. Have I heard of it? The answer is no. <laughs> no. It's basically, I, I don't know how to describe it other than it's an organization game. Oh. That's like it's like sorting a junk drawer, stacking pennies. Like, and I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would make fun of you, except that I play games like Civilization Six, which is basically all I've been playing for the last week. Um, they dropped a new leader pack. Um, we've got Abraham Lincoln and a few others now. Um, for a game that I thought was done, I thought they were gonna. The next thing we'd hear from Firaxis was uh, Civilization Seven, but maybe they ran out of development money. So suddenly, mm. there's a new leader pack that's that's out and happening. So that got me playing even more than I had been, which was a lot. Um, Good. Yeah, and uh, my point being is that is described as a boring game by very many people. I mean, if anything on the show, I think that we've really solidified that like we like dorky shit, and sometimes it's boring. Yeah, I mean, it's dorky. <laughs> sometimes dorky is boring. That's all I can handle right now is I've got about, I don't know, 20 minutes of playing games in me during the week before I'm like, I have to go to bed mm-hmm. or I have to go do something yeah. else like adult related. Yeah dishes and taxes or whatever the hell else so i don't have the capacity to start up a game again because sometimes you're like what was i like what was the point of this game how do i use the controls yeah yeah how do i get back into this and sometimes it doesn't happen and like in in 10 minutes like i've got 15 minutes that i can kill i can't spend 10 minutes dicking around Mm -hmm. yeah so little to the left where you're literally just organizing shit not shit but you know stop yawning don't you do it don't you i'm sorry i can't help it Oh, there we go. Both of us. It's the one, two. Maybe we should stop recording on Friday fucking night. But I have no other time, and I don't think you do what. This is, no, this is it. This, this is, is good. It's got. fine. This... Next time I'm going to drink a monster, monster energy I won't drink. drink that That'll, and then I'll have a heart attack. And uh, I feel like I'm probably days. close enough to a heart attack already. I don't need to add monster energy into that mix. We're getting to that age. Like, is this just indigestion or is it death? We can't do this again. We can't do the. We talk about being old again. <laughs> We've done what, like thirty six uh, episodes now, and thirty five of them are about us being old at some point during the recording. Yeah, we're young at heart. We're not even that old. <laughs> like, I'm not saying we're no. Young. We're we really aren't. We're not Gen Z, uh, but we're not. You know, Gen X. We're not spring chickens, but we're not. But we're not. Fall hens? I'll go with that. Yeah, fall hens. Win- winter geese. Winter geese. I feel like you got to stay the same species. Chickens, hens. I mean, they're all fowl, aren't they? Yeah, but a, a gosling is a is a goose. So we'd have to say not a spring gosling. Oh. 
I mean, not a winter goose. Speaking of, I ordered a goose for the first time for for the upcoming holiday season. Oh, a goose, eh? Yeah, yeah. I, I've never had a Christmas goose, and I want to do. Yeah, it. I don't think I could tell you what. It, I've never had duck. So I, when you know how people sometimes never, I've never had duck. Like not even at a restaurant by accident. You're like, oh, no. I didn't realize I ordered duck. I've done that with lamb. I had no idea that I was eating mm. lamb. I thought it was like beef or something. I don't even know. Mm. It, you know, it just, it tasted like meat. I don't, I'm not, I, you know how sometimes people say, oh, it's gamey. I have no idea what that means. Um, it usually means it tastes like roast beef, but like super roast beef. I honestly, I don't even know that I could tell you what roast beef tastes like right now. I don't remember the last time I had it. Uh, it's beefy and roasty. Oh. I remember the last time I had roast beef, had some neighbors over for a, uh, an Arby's party. Oh. Uh, and we ordered like, I don't know, 20 <laughs> beef and cheddars and curly fries. And it was a delight. We all enjoyed it. It was fantastic. I love Arby's. I missed Arby's. Did you feel good the next day? I felt great. Wow. I remembered the taste of that Arby's beef and cheddar. And then I remembered I had another one in the fridge. So I felt amazing. <laughs> one time when we were in art school, I was out for, um, I don't know, I think we were out for breakfast or something. It was a group of girls. And one of them was going through her purse to find her wallet. And she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot I went to McDonald's last night. And she pulled out a hamburger from her purse <laughs> and dropped it on the table. And it literally went, like, made a bumping noise. Yeah. And then she ate it. Did you ever see that video that Brandon and I did um, mm. in first year where we went and bought, like, Yes. It might have been after first year, actually, but we went and bought like, I don't know, 20, 20 cheeseburgers a piece yeah. or 15 or something and tried to eat them. And I think we both got through like four or five before we were just like, I'm going to throw up. Oof. What were the days of just seeing how much you could eat for fun? Like, if that's not like white North American privilege, just, yeah. hey, how much chicken can I eat before I'm like, you know what? My stomach's ripping apart. There's a lot of privilege involved with, uh, you know, eating, eating contests in, in that sort of way. Um, do you remember the first time, one of the first times we hung out? I don't know if it was literally the first time, but it's one of the hangouts that we did that made a good memory. And it's when we skipped art history to go to the Safeway in the nearby community. And we bought cheese and crackers and came back and sat in the quad and ate cheese and crackers and started being in class. Uh, and that's quintessential art school. Yeah. I don't remember if you all were with us. That is such yeah, yes. We yeah. Got, like stoned wheat thins and uh and cheddar. Oh, yeah, cheese slices. Yeah. Cool. There was a lot of things about art school that were just looking back were actually really quite innocent. Like I no, I didn't go to my class today, even though the teacher came down to be like, Hey, we're meeting right now. And I was like, I'm gonna stay and play foosball instead. <laughs> just telling a teacher that. Did you pass that one? I did, but it was like mm, not, Never the same. not not a good pass. Yeah. I mean, it was it was like mad tea, and I was just like, I mean, we all know that I'm not path. Like, this is not my path. Yeah, mad tea. Did you go to art school? Did you ever hear of a class called Media and Digital Technology? Did you know it wasn't going to be what you thought just now when you heard Media and Digital Technology? Because I didn't. Yeah, I thought we were going to be learning like Photoshop, and nope, nope, nope. nope. <laughs> I made a uh, really killer uh, slideshow yeah. about. A Spider-Man toy binge drinking, oh, though, yeah. so art school. <laughs> that, that this old dude who was a cop who was in our class, our first year <laughs> class, called Trite. And I was like, how dare you, sir? I don't know what that means. <laughs> One of the first times we had, like, like a... called my work Tripe. 
<laughs> Stomach lining. Oh How God. dare he? I just remember the first time there was a nude model. And afterwards, mm. we were all downstairs eating lunch. And one of the Ashleys, not Smashley, other Ashley. Yeah, we don't need to define which Ashley it is. Yeah, one one of our friends came downstairs. But she came downstairs and went, did anybody else go <gasps> in their heads? And I thought, yes, that's exactly what I did. Because I was like... There's a naked person in front of me. Yeah, some of them. And everybody's so cool yeah, about it. Uh, I mean, because you don't want to be the one that pops a boner in class. Well, you know, I didn't have to worry about that too much. So Some people do. So, you know, you don't want to be the weird one, right? So everyone's just playing cool, but everybody's like, I'm just just watching a naked person. This, this penis is right here. And then and doing like very odd poses. Oh, so odd. Right? This doesn't seem natural. Is there a benefit to this pose? Like, can you hold this a long time or something? Well, and there was one, like, I remember one model would do these really outlandish poses and by the end of the sessions would be shaking just so hard because they couldn't, like, their body, like, their muscles were just, like, in complete breakdown because they're trying to hold these poses. And I was like, just, just stand there or sit. I don't care. It really makes no difference to my drawing no. that you're doing something super creative with your body. I'm, I'm not going to draw you good either way. <laughs> it's going to look oh, like shit. That's why my drawing is so shit. It's because the pose wasn't dynamic enough. It's because you posed poorly. Yeah. I, I even remember my favorite one, my favorite model was this pregnant woman. And then I remembered one day thinking, she's not going to be pregnant for much longer. Now my drawings are going to suck again. <laughs> you don't have that diversion of the figure. <laughs> No, I just, I like the round, just balls, basically, like balls, Balls. spheres on spheres. Speaking of nude models in art school, balls. 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 You know, not that interesting to draw. Usually you just end up doing a bit of a smudge for the genitalia. Yeah, there was a lot of like, I remember one instructor like kind of going off on us about like, why aren't any of you drawing the genitalia? Grow up. And we were like, "Mm -hmm." sorry, man. Most of these models were bush havers, though. like yeah all of them and you you know sorry you're just not as endowed as uh maybe the art teacher wants you to be for this figure for this figure job well and it's i i always wondered okay no i didn't always wonder but you, like it's other ashley would have like blurted out in class like is it cold in here <laughs> jesus uh, and that's what we call a hostile work environment nowadays you uh you, I know. you get in trouble for that <laughs> you can't do that uh, try to be nice to people. Don't yeah. uh, don't don't make don't, don't make be a fun. Dick. <laughs> uh, theme song. Let's do it. Why not? Good enough place. Don't be a dick to your uh, your new models, folks. Welcome back to Dork Matters, a dorky podcast for dorks. I'm your dork dad host, Ben Rankle, and my co-hostess with the dorkstest. The dorkstest. Ooh, I like that one. It's me, Lexi. Lexi Hunt. It's me. It's my older son. When I'm like, we play telephone, and he goes, ring, ring. And I'm like, hello, who is it? And he goes, it's me. I'm like, oh, who's me? Me. 
<laughs> does he know his own name? Come on. I need more than that. He does. He just doesn't understand that uh, we're we're make believing that uh, oh. that I don't know who's on the other end of the phone. He's like, but I'm sitting is, right near you. Is he going to grow up without knowing how to make telephone calls like we we did? So this is wild. It is not his, but the youngest first birthday today. And uh, <gasps> today, yeah. Happy so we were doing birthday. that. Uh, it was really sweet. It's uh, a wild situation. Um, so yeah, they're both. Both not babies anymore. But uh, do you remember that Fisher-Price toy, the one that was a phone? That yeah. You, they have a newish version of that, and we got that for the youngest as a gift. And uh, the older one just, like, picked it up and started using it like a phone immediately. Wow. And I'm like, have you seen this? Like, you must have seen this in, like, Curious George. He's watching a lot of Curious George. Oh. <laughs> like, you must have yeah. grabbed this from a show or something, but it's still wild. So it's still, like, out there. It's ubiquitous, even if we don't use phones like that. That's impressive. And it's still a rotary, too. And he knew to, like, pop a finger in, spin the thing. Wow. Is it just the design? Like That's a great question. Yeah, like, I would know. Spin? And maybe, because I remember just having a blast spinning that thing when I was a kid. Oh, I like that its eyes move back and forth. Oh, I mean like literally a rotary phone. Oh, yeah, I know that too. They move also. up and down. I don't know if you remember that, so it's really weird. They don't, they I thought they moved back and forth. Oh, that's creepy. Maybe the old one did. The new one goes up and down. <laughs> like I'm watching <laughs> you. <laughs> it's unfortunate um yeah so i guess at some point they learn how to use outdated technology anyhow and uh it's probably thanks to media hey thanks media that's the great fucking media. <laughs> the the problem with the current everything is the media or at least i've been told i mean it doesn't help which media? we don't need to be specific it doesn't help or it does who knows maybe it helps a lot i'm not a scientist fuck is this we're here to talk about birds yay can you believe it We've done an episode of Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, and we're here to thrill you again with an episode about birds. I did tell John, and he was he said, what are you recording tonight? And I said, we're doing an episode on birds. And he was like, huh. <laughs> oh, John. Like in games or something? And I was like, no, just birds. John, you're not going to listen to this episode? <laughs> I love it. He's like, And your last episode was what? On D&D, and now we're talking about just random birds. Yep. Flying by. We are going to dork about whatever we want to dork about. And I know that That's isn't this is the show. model uh, of the modern, the model of the Mater Modern Podcast. <laughs> that is such a little Gilbert Sullivan for you. Why, you know, if we're talking about birds, we may as well throw in some like musicals from, yeah, Gilbert and Sullivan. Yeah. I am the Mater Model of. I can't sing it, so did I'm not they, going to. Did they do um, Sound of Music? Uh, I don't think so, but why not? Hmm. let's say yes yes and they did um one of the catchiest musical songs of all time is that one from uh sound of music i am 16 going on 17 like oh that is not crazy. the song i was expecting when you talk about catchy from that's sound a great music. song yeah all right let's pause here for a second so that the listeners can shout out which song they think i'm about to sing And here we go. The hills are alive with the sound of music. It is one of the most notable, but would you say it's the best of the the whole shebang? The shebang? No, I don't know what the best of the whole shebang is. Probably that one where they say goodnight and they all spin around like a bunch of psychos. Oh. Oh. 
I said a bad word. Uh, a bunch of real nutter. Uh, nope, that didn't get better. It's not better. Well, that's two donations in one go. Um, Silly dinglings. Yeah, they dance around like a bunch of clockwork children inside of a cuckoo clock. Yes, there you go. Um, that actually is exactly how they dance. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Is that? Yeah. So sometimes when you take a kid up to bed, you, you do a little bit of that to your partner. Do you do that? Like do a little duet song and dance on the stairs and then you're like, hey, go to bed. Good night. And then you remember that that movie's about Nazi occupation. <laughs> and then the fun just fleets out the window. Would you say that movie is too fun to be about Nazis? I mean, it's one of those things where every so often you're like, oh yeah, Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> They're there. Doesn't the oldest daughter want to date a kid and then he yeah. becomes a Nazi and like turns them in at some point? Liesel. Yes. Liesel. Oh, oh Liesel. That's a Nazi name. Mm. There is a really, there's a really good Saturday Night Live with John Mulaney about that whole relationship. Like, wait a minute, she's 16 turning 17, and the Nazi sympathizer is like 23. We're like, oh, oh, oh. weren't too worried about that. Ah, uh, the old days. <laughs> there were bigger fish to fry, I suppose. Where were they again? The Swiss Alps? Yeah, because they had to cross them on foot right. to flee. After the concert in the, what, the Colosseum ruins or whatever that was. In my mind, it was in like all of a sudden they were in Rome. And I was like, wait a second. I thought this was somewhere else. This makes no sense. <laughs> That's the thing that really takes me out of this film. <laughs> wait, we're talking about birds. How did this happen? Oh, who knows? Ah, Gilbert and the Sullivan. Nazi bird. Yes. The Nazi the, bird. The Nazi the bird. least favorite bird on our list. Um, in a futile attempt to give this some structure, I sent you mm-hmm. a little bit of a, of a sort of, I don't know, yeah. itinerary for the episode. So I think we should, we, should try to, we should try to work with that if we can. But if we don't stay on it, whatever, you know, who cares? Yeah, I'm good with it. Why do we want to talk about birds? We both love birds. Yeah, honestly. Do you want to start with your favorite bird then? Oh, I would love to. Okay, so I made a list. It's not in our ranking, but like our personal favorites. Um, yeah, yeah. But here's the problem: my favorite bird list. I'm just gonna one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven favorite birds. Okay, you need to pick one out of those eleven. I might. Eleven is too many to be favorite. But there's they can't all be your favorite. But I love them all. Yeah, but which one do you love the most? You need to choose one. I will do the Jeopardy theme, and then when it's done, you got to pick one. Can I have two? No. No, but but I can't. Because some are really smart, and one of them looks like a dragon, and then one of them has a cool mane. I don't like this. Favorite bird, go! A raven. Oh. We got a daily double. Hey! Actually, sort of a daily double. Uh, Corvids are my favorite family okay. of birds. Um, I, Meg yes, are I my agree. Favorite, favorite, favorite bird. Yeah. Um, because magpies are just so badass. Um, they survive. In anything. In urban environments. Yeah. Uh, they, they stick around. They don't leave Calgary during the winter. Mm-hmm. They make their little house nests and uh, they just live through it. Yep. That's what I like, a bird who just rolls. But ravens are oh, up there for me as well. They're like, just so, so smart. And I love the fact that 
they they recognize human faces. They pick their favorites. They pick people that they don't necessarily like. They have like transactions with humans, with other ravens. Yeah. So that's crows and magpies as well, and even jays to a lesser extent. Yeah. To a to the crow side of things. One time I was sitting in a park and I was eating my lunch when I was still working downtown. And there was this one park that used to be downtown and it had a little pond. And this crow was trying to take like somebody's discarded subway sandwich, but it was so big that the bird couldn't fly away with it. So he dragged it. I'm assuming it was a he. I don't know its gender. I'm not going to, you know. The bird dragged the bread over to the pond and soaked it in the water and balled it up in its little paws and then flew away. And I thought that was a genius thing to do. Yeah. A soak. God, they're so smart. A soak and ball. I do that sometimes when I'm really hungry. Just one. <laughs> Doesn't fit in my pocket, so I'm going to soak it into a tiny ball. A dog eating contest. I think they do that. They like they they do yeah the whole thing into a cup of water and then shove it in their mouths down their throats. Oh, oh, this is the theme: birds and eating today. Yeah, no, they're amazing, and you know we've yeah. had uh, famous uh, corvids, ravens, crows, like that that steak knife wielding yeah. one. The cigarette. Oh yeah, cigarette one in Vancouver. The steak knife wielding one. Yeah, I just love them. There was a when I used to work at a, a local grocery store. There was this crow that lived outside, and it would caw, but it actually would say "caw," <laughs> and it sounded like a human yelling "caw." Well, what you found there was a person <laughs> was transformed into a. Race. I looked one time, and I was like, "It's got to be a person," but there was a bird literally sitting outside. Like on top of the dumpster, going caw. <laughs> it's just caw. so funny. That's not how you're supposed to do it, buddy. Caw. <laughs> just lazy. <laughs> like this bird is hilarious. <laughs> I'm glad we are in the same realm for yeah. favorites. Meg, I just adore. Uh, I love that they're annoying to people. I think yeah. if magpies bother you, you're probably not as good of a person as you think. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to make friends with them. Yeah, uh, and I do. I say hi to every magpie yeah. or crow or raven I walk by. I'm like, good morning. Me too. I always, like, I, I in the summer, for some reason, there's a lot of crows that hang out in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I always leave them treats. And I, like, make, like, kissy noises at them or try to, like, you know, share my hellos. I love them. Yeah. That was a tough one. Like, I still, a part of me is like, I love those, but I also love the other ones on my list. So it's well, we'll have so time hard. for those other ones, but they're not as good as uh, the raven. Which, they're true. gigantic, too, which is badass. Oh, ravens, yes. I drove into a co-op parking lot, like, yesterday, and there was just a huge-ass, like, like table-long raven, like, popping off a sign. I ro- slowed the car down, rolled down my window, and said, good afternoon, sir. <laughs> my liege? Yeah, I... <laughs> When I was in England and we went to the tower in London, which tower? those ravens, the the Tower of London, which tower? Get it? Oh my god! Could have been any. It's just gotta throw. Could have been any. <laughs> um, any the but the crow the ravens there are just bananas big. Mm-hmm. They're just so big. They're like the size of a small child walking around, and people just get out of their way. Because of um, the folklore around the ravens in the tower. so which is- um, I forget which city it was, but I remember reading this, uh, not reading this article. I watched a little bit of a um, of a Nature of Things with David Suzuki about about crows and ravens. Mm-hmm. And it was about this gang that like, uh, it might have been in Japan that like rips open garbages, steals stuff from people's backyards. And like they have, like they've tried to get animal control to run them out. But every time they have, 
it's gone worse for like animal control. I love it. They've been like stalked and attacked by this <gasps> gang of birds. This murder, if you will. A murder of birds. Does that not remind you of our own local bird Which celebrity one? here in Calgary? Oh, Turk. Turk. Turk the turkey. Turk the turkey. He he went to a couple different neighborhoods in that part of the city. Yeah. One of those neighborhoods, I guess, I at one point lived in. Yes. Maybe not anymore, though. Who knows? Bring me down. Solve the riddle. <laughs> just Someone's just going to knock on your door. And you, too. Don't. Don't do that. That's fucking not okay. Okay, but what's Don't the story of Turk? Turk was a wonderful bird. Uh, Turk is a escaped turkey from uh, the Lilydale plant, uh, which is an inner city poultry processing plant in uh, our city. And uh, this this turkey is assumed to have just escaped at some point and wandered the city wild, being cited like a yeah. celebrity from neighborhood. <laughs> what does that say about our city? But it was it was during the pandemic, like during the like the lockdown yes. stage, and people were like tweeting the location, like. Turk spotted on the corner of whatever, and people were posting pictures, and it was delightful. So I only had one kid at the time, and we more than once ran into Turk and took pictures and hung yeah. around Turk, and it was a delight. People would stop their cars, just get out, and we'd all like, yes. distance, but like, it's the Turk. Yeah. Celebrity Turkey. And I feel like we've maybe talked about this before, but there's footage of the police trying to corral yeah. the Turkey, and he was either too aggressive or too wily or all of the above. And out with a group of police officers trying to get the turkey. And they well, let the listeners draw their own conclusions here of the, <laughs> uh, the meaning of this story. But at this, I just love that as a community, we were like, we're going to let this happen. The bird has free reign of the city. God be with you. Off you go, turkey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, assumed dead by yeah. coyote. By I mean, way. he had a good run. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Literally. But I, I really wanted to turn Turk into a little series, like a little comic series, kind of like the littlest hobo. Well, nobody can own Turk. No, he belongs to yes. everybody. Yeah. <sighs> like little Sebastian. He is our, we should have a sculpture of Turk <laughs> downtown somewhere. We really should. Oh my God. How do we start this? How do we start? I mean, this, this is the beginning right now. If you live in the same city as us, we're going to start a campaign for a, uh, a commemorative bronze sculpture. Is there one already? I've got a weird feeling. Maybe this is already. I feel like someone might have tried to do a GoFundMe already because it was a very powerful bird. She touched many people's lives. (laughs) Yeah, turkey. God, I love that bird. Yeah, bronze. This is from 2020. A bronze tribute to Calgary's wandering turkey is in the works. Yes. Petition was launched. We'll see if anything actually came of it. Oh. it's around I hope so. He has to do a bronze Turk. I think the CBC might have used my photo without my permission. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, it was the cop that was there at the same time as me. Mm. Never mind. That's why it looks like my picture. Unless that cop stole my picture. Well, I mean. I'm sure that's not the case. Uh, we're at the halfway mark somehow already. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're going to play Who's a Pokemon. Okay, let's do and it. And then we'll launch into the most important part of this Bedork episode, which is anecdotes about birds and um, coming up with our shittiest, tastiest, best, and dumbest birds. Yeah. Who's that Pokemon? Whose turn is it? Is it Turk? It's hard to play when we've just talked about something really good. Like I feel like we're at the stage in our friendship, too, where like I kind of... You knew I was going to say Turk. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was going to be Turk. It's going to be Turkey, move on. It's going to be Turk. You know, like May. It's going to be May, but it's going to be Turk. Justin yeah, Timberlake, love it. Yeah. Connection there. Why would I do that? <laughs> Why would those things go to? We're both equally terribly musical on this it's show. True. We're both Elliot Kalen, it turns out. Sorry, Elliot. Oh, I'm just sad that you got my Who's That Pokemon before I could even say it. That's fine. Whatever. It's cool. It's Turk. It's our short one. We'll just keep this one moving. This is an official episode. Blast it along. Which category do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about the shittiest bird. Okay. What do you think is the shittiest bird? I mean, I don't know how we can. It's got to be the Canada goose. Really? Yes. Okay. So you're talking about like quantifiably like metric ton shittiest. And dickiest. Like those birds are assholes. Oh. See, I love Canadian geese. They are dicks. They are so cute though. The little babies. No. When oh, I love them. Cobra I go head. down Terrible. to the river just to see the geese. They've never bothered me. I've been bitten by one. I've been hissed at several. I have been charged. <laughs> Okay. I had to save a person once. Here's here's your anecdote. One time I was walking to a meeting and it was a part of town where lots of new Canadians would go for like English upgrading or support and things like that. And there was a woman walking just in front of me and she looked absolutely terrified and she's looking around and she's trying to like flag me down and she, she doesn't have English, but she's trying to protect me from the bird. And I didn't know... <laughs> I didn't know how to say this, but I was just like, make yourself big. And then I'm wearing like a really nice outfit and I've got a briefcase and like a nice, like I look like an adult. But then there I am on the street with my arms over my head, like hissing at the bird, trying to get it to go away. So it leaves us alone. And she starts hissing with me. And then like after the bird ran away, she gave me a thumbs up and like walked away. And I was like, she's a true Canadian now. Uh, uh, I was down at the river, uh, down by the river. I live in a van. No, sometimes there's just word association that happens and I can't help it. Yeah. You ever heard of a little known comedian called Chris Farley? Chris Farley? Anybody? No. I guess I don't really know much about his life story, but uh, there's drugs and death. Oh, yeah. Poor Chris. Um, down by the river. That's a good skit though. And I live in a van down by the river. <laughs> We went to the river. Uh, I biked there with my son, and uh, this this goose would not leave us alone while we were eating our lunch. I had to keep getting up, and I'm like over six feet tall, so I keep getting up and like being like, "I'm bigger than you, goose!" Like, yeah, because they're dicks. Hurt me, but I will, I will win. So just go. And it did eventually go away, but it was just like audacious and like tenacious and unstoppable. The douchebags of the bird kingdom. They're assholes. I am going to agree with you for a very simple reason, uh, which is that I have been shit on once and only once by a bird when I lived in Vancouver. And it was a goose, a Canadian (laughs) goose, Canada goose. Uh, So it was a huge ass shit on my shoulder. (laughs) And I was coming from work as well as wearing like my nice felt jacket and stuff and like suit, uh, not suitcase, briefcase, yeah. like around my, you know, shoulder bag and just giant plop of shit right on my shoulder. And I look up and there's a flock going by and I'm just like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the kind of day I was yeah. having. So yeah, you know what? let's agree. Let's agree here. 
It's Canada Goose. You're the shittiest bird. I still love you. Yeah. I don't think Americans should be shooting you at the White House. Um, I mean. But sure. You, you, uh, you just need to look into the eyes of those little babies. They're so sweet. What do you expect from an animal that used to be a dinosaur? You want it to be docile and, and easy to, to kowtow or whatever? Like I want it to mind its own business over there. I'll stay over here. You stay in your lane, bird goose, and I'll stay in mine. Get away from me. But I do love birds. But what if a bird thinks that you are in its lane? I'm not in its lane. I'm literally several lanes over, and those birds will duck and run at you. They will charge you while hissing. It's wild. While hissing. Oh, my God. All the time. And I hug them, and I give them kisses. No, you don't. best friends. I want a video of this. Shittiest bird. We've decided it's Canada Goose. Uh, please do add us if you have a problem with that. We're uh, we're really looking to make that connection with y'all. Rotten hell, Goose. <laughs> Next. Okay, let's Tastiest bird. Now, we just came to a little understanding that you've never tried yeah. duck, which is wild. Well, um, uh, you know what? Maybe. Not even like baking duck? Um, ordering takeout? I've been to a turducken party. Turducken is not duck. But I like at some point maybe I did have duck. I see what you mean. You know, like I I don't. There was just so much meat, maybe and I don't really know what happened. Oh. <laughs> you know the one oh. part tofu and part duck. A tofucken. A tofucken. No, it sounds like weird, like niche porn. Copyright, copyright. OC, do not steal. Mm. <laughs> It does sound like niche porn. It does. And it probably exists. Do not Google Oh, yeah, it does. Come on, it's the internet. Come on. I mean, that's not even that out there either. That's like, yeah, I can see you get there pretty easily. Yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, tastiest, well, I mean, chicken? Uh, Which birds? How many birds have you I've eaten? i a lot. Like, okay, so chicken, yeah. turkey, mm-hmm. goose, what else we got? I've not eaten goose yet. That is my, my upcoming. That's- yeah. Um, I've had pheasant, quail. Um, no. I think I've had squab, which is like pigeon. Pigeon, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are those really small ones? Have you ever heard of that Game dish hen? that you're supposed to eat with like a towel over your head because it's like an affront to God? You just like eat the bird whole and what? Um, the little like bones are supposed to poke into your gums and cause you to bleed, and that's part of the. Ew. And you have Why to do it with like a towel over your head because it's like. I'm looking this up. Upsetting to Just some Googling Ben's bird serial killing. This is for real. This is a thing. I'm not just making this up. Just because I can't remember specific details uh, does not mean I'm a liar. Uh, okay. It's um, Ortolan bunting. Okay. Is that it? I don't know. You tell me. So the or. Ortolan is served in French cuisine. This is from Wikipedia. Typically cooked and eaten whole. Traditionally, diners cover their heads with a napkin or a towel while eating the delicacy. The bird is so widely used that its French populations drop dangerously low, leading to laws restricting its use in 1999. That's cruel. That is straight up cruel. Does it talk about the God part? Like the hiding Uh, from God? As a food. For centuries, rites of passage... Um, these tiny birds captured alive, force-fed, then drowned in, Ugh. like, a cognac-type thing. 
then were roasted whole and eaten that way, bones and all, while the diner draped his head with a linen napkin to preserve the precious aromas and, some believe, to hide from God. But it does say that the bird was dead. Oh, because here. Because of the nasty way they murdered the yeah. bird. Drowning. Uh, yeah, roasted for eight minutes and then plucked. So they are theoretically cooked. But maybe like the more adventurous eaters are the ones that are eating it. Like that. Ugh, that poor bird. Does it talk about how like the flavor is supposed to be in part from like stabbing your gums with little bird uh, bones? I can't say that it does. Okay. Well, that might have been conjecture on some part my part or some articles part but you know what i think this is interesting enough as is does that make the ortolan what was it called or o-r-t-o-l-a-n let's call it ortolan 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 the tastiest bird oh i mean okay you know what? let's get off of this nasty ass subject let's talk about something more important white or dark meat eh i'll eat anything See, I think white meat is dry, but apparently it's the most, like it's the meat most people enjoy better. More? Best? Best? Best loved. I'm a, I'm a dark meat person on a turkey. I want that like greasy, juicy, I find white turkey meat so dry. I'll so unappealing. Really? I think duck is my best bird. My best bird for tastiest. Is it because it's darker? Yeah, and, and greasier. And like if you've ever had an excellent duck l'orange, it is... To die for what? What? What does? What? How would you describe the taste of it? Of duck larange? It's sort of gamey. <laughs> <laughs> that means nothing. But also orange. <laughs> it's sort of. It's sort of I, got a, a a foul flavor. Those are just words. Like oh, it tastes like in the F O W L no, sense. No, I just can't even imagine. Because the duck is a foul. A foul. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, so it tastes like bird with orange. <laughs> orange bird. I'm going duck. Chicken with orange, gotcha. Uh, no, it's not like chicken. Chicken is so bland and boring most of the time, uh, unless you get a really nice, juicy air, like, oh my God, really? get an air fryer and, and make chicken that way. It's so good. It's better than KFC. I, got, I will say Korean fried chicken is probably my most favorite. Like, wow, chicken is so good. Uh, wow chicken is so good, but there's this new place we tried called like K-Town Fried Chicken, which is like KFC is their acronym, uh, which is ballsy and I love it. Uh, and it was so good. Ooh. They had this one that was like truffle oil oh. and parmesan chicken, fried chicken, and it was fantastic. And yeah, when you get Korean chicken, you always get that like um, oh yeah daikon, the pickled daikon on the side, like my favorite side dish ever. I will say that's so, one of my favorite things uh, of just like Korean food in general is all the side dishes, but also, yes, that is, God, just Korean fried chicken is the best. Pickled daikon. Some kimchi. Yeah. yeah, so good. Okay, so we're going a split decision here. Tastiest bird for you is chicken. Yeah, you know, like a very bland, boring person. Like, I also like room temperature water. <laughs> and porridge with no uh, accoutrement. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about that on the regular, just like what every time I make oatmeal, I think about it now. <laughs> Which are the accoutrement? No, the lack thereof. Where I'm like, I'm a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Yes, our 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 editor producer Jess's uh, concerns about their partner based on his interest in eating only plain oatmeal. I love that story so much. I literally think about it like every day. <laughs> Someday we'll have to ask uh, Jess's partner to come on and defend themselves. Yeah. I, like I have so many questions about it. Like just 
do you enjoy it? Is do you have a sense of smell? Because I, <laughs> I had a friend who who was in a car accident <laughs> and had a head injury and lost their sense of smell, and they lost so much weight because they were like, food doesn't have a taste anymore. So I'm really just eating yeah. to stay alive. There is a type of person that just eats to sustain, yeah. not like me who will just eat everything because I want flavor. Flavor equals for sport. I'm eating for sport at this stage. <laughs> I'm full, but that's sure. not the point. <laughs> You're competitive eater, <laughs> but you're just trying to beat your own personal record. <laughs> I'm competing against myself. <laughs> it's like Mario Kart where you have that like ghost that you're racing. But with French and fries. With you, just, yeah, it's the memory of yourself shoving in like three boxes. Of yeah, last balls. time I only did two plates. This time I'm going for three. <laughs> oh, The key is to dunk them in water. <laughs> like a crow to shove down your throat oh okay tastiest bird solved we've got two final categories we've got dumbest bird or best bird which one which one do we do well we kind of already talked about best bird with it being we did yeah yeah but i i have another suggestion for our final category when we get there if you're up for it so would that category replace best bird or dumbest bird best bird dumbest bird we got to talk about i mean dumbest bird there are so many birds that do not seem bright dingling birds yes there's so many dum-dums out there so many dumb birds out there what do you got oh i mean like all of them every one that hits a window I was going to say, every drunk bird from my backyard fits this list. Yeah, they get all like hopped up on uh, uh, mountain Berries ash. and apples. And fucking <laughs> smack into shit. It's interesting because I always thought it was just about the reflection, but apparently the reflection is only a part of that. Yeah. And them being drunk off their tits is the bigger part of it. Yes. See, the joke I did there was that a tit is a type of bird. I did know that, and I thought okay. that that was a very funny play on words. Good good job, Ben. I thought some people may not get it, so I'd explain it. The joke is funnier if you explain it in every little nuance. I've always thought so. Yeah, they just get all hopped up and, and smack themselves about. It's uh, it's dumb. they dumb. Uh, that's like your sparrow. See, okay, sparrows I would not classify as a particularly smart bird, but on the other hand, they're street smart. I mean... How sparrows are the most like, adaptable bird um, of any bird? Yeah, because they eat cigarettes. Yeah, and they have just adapted everywhere. Like uh, sparrows aren't yeah. even, if I'm recalling correctly, or at least the common or house sparrow that we see most isn't even uh, native to this area. They have just adapted, and apparently they just do that everywhere. Their range is worldwide because mm. of their adaptability. So you got to respect that. You gotta respect I mean, yes. a bird that can adapt. I have to. I have to respect that. If you are in a world populated and dominated by humans, and you can thrive as an animal, that is that is a good something. point. Yeah, okay. I will. I will accept that. Yes, until it gets drunk. <laughs> fucking, it's a window. It's usually robins. If I'm being honest, I was always chickadees. It's always robins. I've never found a chickadee, uh, but I have had to try to save so many different robins at, at different points. And I've never had to save a robin. I've had to save a blue jay once and then a whole schwack of chickadees and sparrows. Oof. And sometimes I'm just like, you know what? How are you going to learn yeah. if I keep saving they, you? They won't. Either way. They won't. <laughs> Either way, there's just going to be like, it's just a sea of dead birds on my yeah, lawn. Yeah, uh, what's the, the phrase? Dumb, uh, dumb as a bird, bird-brained. Bird-brained, yeah. Like, somewhere, yeah. If... I just want to say, 
if at some point in this episode just doesn't overlap with like the bird song, then it's just it's a travesty. No, oh well, now she will. I went everybody's head about the bird. Bird, 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 I think it's because it was that like ongoing bit from like Family Guard, which is just not a good show. It's fucking terrible. <gasps> oh, but that song is hilarious because it like it's so bad that it gets funny and then you get angry with it and then it gets funny again. It's long. It's over long. I just forever. <laughs> I don't know how long it actually is, but it's too long. However long it is is too much by like at least half. It's too much. Yeah. Dumbest bird. I'm putting it out there. We're all thinking it. Dodo. Well, I mean, is it the dumbest bird or is it the most naive trusting bird? And therefore, you know. We had a bit of a conversation about this, yeah. uh, my partner and I, uh, and she suggested, is it the bird's fault that colonialism took it out? And I was like, can you blame the victim of colonialism? And I'm like, all right, you got a point. But also, they were using muskets. Yeah. Those aren't quick. Those aren't quick to shoot anything with. Like, I feel like at some point after the first 50 or so dead birds, the 51st should have been like, they're shooting people. (laughs) Wait a minute. Slowly. (laughs) And even if the 51st couldn't get away, like 65 should have been like, shit. I just, I have this image in my head of them being like, just so trusting. Like the next one will be nicer. Bam. It was oh. the same one. That's the worst part. <laughs> it was one guy. Was it? Did, did the birds just line up to get shot? Like I yeah, do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. British douchebag just came with a musket and was like, oh, "I guess uh, uh, just, uh, I'm going to take that this." That British people sounded like back then. Sorry. Either that or Cockney. This is the only two I could do. Do Cockney. Do that one. Now, to be fair, dear listener, Ben has only learned his British accents from My Big Christmas Carol. That's all I've got. I know. <laughs> My father-in-law would be so disappointed in me. Oh, uh, okay. I will. I will also. I will get on board with the dumbness of the dodo. Okay, we're 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 double dumb dumb. Yeah, dodo. We're double, double dumbing down. Double dumbing down. The dodo, the dumbest bird. <laughs> I thought we'd have more pushback on that, but no. you're gone. You're gone. Sorry, dodo. Do you think at some point somebody will find some uh, dodo DNA stored in amber? I hope something? so. And we bring it back. I really do because I'd like to see this bird. I mean, we know what it looks like. Um, we know what it looks like because there's the bil- a bajillion dead bodies of it everywhere. <laughs> it's not like there's a mystery on what the dodo looks like. Which dinosaur evolved into the dodo? How would I know that? Oh, it's obviously the I think we need to... I don't know. What's the dumbest dinosaur? That's the one that became the well, dodo. Or was it the dumbest because they survived, you know, mass extinction event? But it's kind of like that, the squirrel on Ice Age. Sometimes like, my dad always used to say that God protects the drunk and the stupid. So. That's a good quote, Mr. Mr. Hunt. Mr. Mr. Hunt says that. (laughs) Mr. Hunt's my dad's name. Literally. Literally. (laughs) Oh gosh! Okay, I'm the dumbest bird. 
<laughs> and the dumbest bird of all is man. <laughs> man. Uh, uh, specifically the men that evolved from From, from birds. <laughs> Dinosaurs from birds. Oh, yes, bird man. Okay, I, I, I would like to submit to you, instead of bestest bird, I would say amazing bird name. Oh, okay. Because there are some bird names out there that are hilarious. Did you write a list? I made a list. You know what? Let's just take this moment in our program to reflect and pay our respects to the most funny bird names ever. It's happening. And give it, go. The fluffy backed tit babbler. <laughs> Is that That's an actual name. I'm not joking about any of these. It's like you got it out of those books that we talked about, the stupid fucking birds of North America. The dumb, dumb or birds of Canada. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I bought it. sounds like a fake bird. That's not a real bird. The fluffy back tit babbler is 100% a bird. <laughs> the somber tit. Okay, you can't just do all the tits. I'm just saying, no. Okay, there's two tits. There's two tits on this. Usually. There's usually two tits. I mean, sometimes there's one. Um, the penduline tit. I just think it's funny because it sounds like it's a swinging tit. <laughs> pendulum tit. Pendulum oh, it's like that. What is that? That uh, short story, the pendulum or whatever. <laughs> the pit, the pendulum, and the tit. Yeah, the, the tit and the pendulum. <laughs> the tit and the pendulum. Um, the rough-faced shag. <laughs> I've had a few of those. <laughs> well, who hasn't on a Friday night? Um, hey. The the go away bird, which I just thought was like, oh, it's not very nice. I, I, I mean, maybe uh, it doesn't want anyone coming near it, so it's always squawking like, go away. And then finally, I just thought this one was a little bit cute, is the tiny sky tyrant. Oh, that is a good one. That's a good one, but I really think that fluffy back tip babbler is probably yeah, the best was, of the... That was the game winner. That was it right there. Fluffy tit. Is there anything bird related we need to get through while we're doing this episode, this magical um, episode? Yes, there's two birds. Oh, actually, there's several birds I think we absolutely have to talk about. Let's get into it. Just in a general sense. Um, first of all, and you're going to need to look up a picture of it if you've never seen it before. But, um, it, oh gosh, an ear, an earned, earned nightjar. Have you ever seen this bird before? I don't even know how to spell that bird. Earned nightjar. If you just look up nightjar yeah, bird. I know the nightjar part. That's that not- is an unbelievably cool bird. Oh, I do know this bird. I have seen this bird before. Oh my God, it's scary. It doesn't look like it has a beak. No. It's a tiny beak, but when you're looking at it from further back, it does not look like it has one at all, and it looks like it has a giant mouth. It looks like from the side, maybe like a griffin like, or a look dragon at this picture or something. Of if you can. Yeah. And this one specifically, look, it looks like a big, wide mouth, a little yeah. white mouth, and some black eyes. That's wild. They're oh. awesome. But they do have really wide mouths. Like if you see it open. Oh my God. It's like the Patolo bird or whatever yes. that one's called. The Patolo, Patolo bird? The great-eared nightjar, a dragon-like bird. I love it. Have you seen the Patolo Also, bird? my spelling was wrong. So The, the Patolo bird or whatever it's called. It was like a meme for a while. Putu bird. That's it. Putu bird. Putu bird. Look that fucker up. Yeah, it's a it's a bird. What's 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 fancy about it? Have you not looked at the pictures of the Putu bird? Look at this motherfucker. Oh, that's not the bird that I was looking at. Yeah, that's a weird looking bird. What did you get? It's like someone drunk was drawing on a napkin of what they think a bird would look like. Oh, this is a real bird and it's real weird. 
Here's a, a great image of this bird. Hold up. Yeah. <laughs> if it doesn't make that noise when it, you know, it, it should open its mouth and just go. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I realized there was a category we need to cover before we keep going. Scariest bird. Ooh. Um, it's got to be a cassowary. Cassowary. Those like dinosaur looking birds, those things are terrifying. They're huge. They look like a dinosaur. I'm pretty sure that they could kill you. They yeah, are spooky. No, that was spooky. actually the cassowary was exactly what I was uh, going to say as well. I wonder what the actual most dangerous bird is. Right? Maybe. I feel like yeah. it's an emu so or an ostrich because they're so... Well, there, I saw this uh, video once of a woman trying to, like, a, I think it was an emu was mad at her and was trying to track her. Nope. The cassowary. Or cassowary, however you say it. Cassowary. Cassowary. It is listed on every list that I've just looked up as the most deadliest bird. Most deadliest. Like, look at its feet. Then the ostrich, then emu, then whatever a lammer deer is. That's it. That's it right there. And then a great horned owl and a barred owl on this particular list. Ooh, that bird is scary as shit. Look at that. That's a lammer gear. Oh, wow. That is... It looks like an evil Muppet. Oh, my God. What's that bald uh, vulture thingy? The creepy-ass Scariest bird. Yeah, scariest looking bird, for sure. Vultures are just like a very creepy breed of bird. Um, there's like one that's like completely naked. I can't remember what that one is. The naked vulture. Oh, right. That would do it. <laughs> Is that it? I don't. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were saying that sincerely. No, I, I find that if you just speak with real confidence, people will believe anything you say. Yeah. Hello, I'm a white guy. I know that. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> My number yeah. one is speaking about shit with confidence when I don't know what I'm talking about. Is it a turkey vulture or a king vulture? Turkey vulture. That's the one. Turkey vulture. Blech. Like the ones that looks like a Skeksis. Yes, the Skeksis were yeah. modeled off of them. Is Skeksis the scariest bird? I would say Skeksis is the scariest bird. That is actually bird and man put together. Does it have to be a real bird or is Skeksis fair game? <laughs> I think we're going to say Skeksis is the scariest yeah, bird. Skeksis are the scariest bird. Listen, what Plus they did to so that annoying. world is so awful. <laughs> they were drinking the blood of the elven. I mean, come on. And they were annoying. Oh. Those guys were terrible. What are the other little creatures, the slave creatures that are there, the enslaved creatures for the for the Skeksis, the weird ones that look like frogs with bulgy eyes? Well, there was a couple different breed, like the type, a couple different life forms in that. Like, okay, I'm just holding. Life forms. Tiny little life, life forms. forms. Just a little Star Trek for just, you. Just a little data humor there for you. Um, data. Okay, I have to pull this up now because it's going to drive me crazy because I need to get everything right. Because there was, there was the Gelfling, and so those were like the Elven type people that they were drinking the the bloods and life. Yeah, yes. yeah. Everyone knows the Gelfling. Yeah, yeah, stealing the life force. And then there was the Skeksis, and those were. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it was the Boblings. The Boblings, I'm yeah. Double check. Oh man, Dark Crystal was just great. Anyway, there was that. So Skeksis, scariest bird breed. Um, is now a good time to talk about the secretary bird? I think we have to. I love them. They stomp snakes to death, and they look so beautiful whilst doing it. Yeah, and they have that lovely plume. They literally 
look like somebody took like legs that belonged to a different creature and shoved them onto another bird. Well, and that's why they're called the secretary bird because it looks like they're wearing stockings. Yeah. That like a secretary like yeah, would be wearing. It's, and then with pens in their like little little butt. And then look at with these pretty eye, eye makeup. Look at these eyelashes. Oh, they're so beautiful. Yeah, I'd fuck this bird. Like they're <laughs> Don't say you wouldn't. We've, got, we've now moved into the bestiality part of the show. It's always the bestiality part of the show. Like, there's just such a pretty bird, but also really... It doesn't make any... Really weird looking. Look at this fucker. Look at those gams. That's what I mean about the legs. They look like, oh, look at those gams. Yeah, those walking sticks. Uh, God. This thing could probably just kick the shit out of me. Which again well, yeah, is why they're I'm stompers. Sure. Yeah, they're a stomping bird. I would find just a little bit sexy. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> oh god, there's so many birds that I absolutely love. Like I told you about, like the the picture I want to draw about the blue fit, f- the blue footed booby. Yeah, those birds are awesome. My old oldest has a booby jacket, a rain jacket nice. covered in boobies. Uh, yes, but you know the bird type. The- <laughs> Let's just blue Can't have the other kind of booby on a rain jacket till you're much older. Yeah, that's a well, I mean, you could you just people would have more questions. At his it's age. just gonna look polka dot if you do that. Yeah, that is very true. You have to get really close to see. Let's make a shirt that's a a boob pattern shirt that you have to get really close to to tell. I have a boob pa- pattern shirt that people are like, wait a second, and then that, like, hey, that- then I'm gone. <laughs> You just get close enough, start shaking your boobs up. Well, well, you get closer, you're like, is that a dick on the shoulder? And then as I walk, we're like, there's boobs on the back of that shirt. I'm out. No one can see. Um, what about a shoebill bird? Shoebill. I know this bird. Shoebill. The second um, you see it, you're going to be like, oh, the Muppet bird. Yeah, I know shoebill. Yeah. Uh, we go way back. <laughs> we went to school together. I call him Shoe William. <laughs> oh my god if you don't get uh like but i'm tish i called him i used to call him shoe william but then we got familiar yeah now he's shoe bill uh, this is also the bird that uh in uh skyward sword mm-hmm. um yes their their mount is is uh blah 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 supposed to be yeah and i can see why they look like the kind of bird you could mount you already said that about the secretary bird. You only get one. No, that's what you think. <laughs> There's such an, in, like, this is a prehistoric looking bird. This is a prehistoric. Like, look at that forehead. It looks like me. Uh, we've got Ted Danson forehead. <laughs> is it? Well, Hello. would you say that this is a prehistoric looking bird or is this like a caveman looking bird? I mean, to me, that's the same era. No. <laughs> We all know cavemen rode around on dinosaurs until Jesus killed them all with the flood. Ah, oh, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. I forgot my my school. Don't understand creationism. Uh, But you look at how scary ass that bird looks. Like it's glaring you down. It's really hard to see. Yeah. Uh, Which dinosaur did it evolve Um, from? The angriest of dinosaurs? The T-Rex. Oh, they just look so grumpy. They do look grumpy. Do you think it's a happy bird, a nice guy? Yeah. I mean, it's just, let's not judge them by their looks. They do. Like, 
You know what's really creepy, though? When a bird opens its mouth, I don't care for that. To look down their little gullets, like, ugh. Um, my son asked me today if a bird could, if uh, if a magpie could drink from his straw. And I had to explain they can't because they don't have lips. And now all I can think about is, is birds with lips. <laughs> and just how hot that is. Like like Daisy Duck. I mean, she's putting on her <laughs> lipstick on her, like, weird little duck lips. Daisy Duck is probably one of the least sexy birds I've ever seen. I would take a real bird over Daisy Duck. <laughs> Ew. Oh. Uh, don't dress up. Just be who you are. Oh, it's that meme with like Magneto. <laughs> yeah, Magneto. I want the real bird. <laughs> it's a budgie. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Don't fuck budgies. <laughs> They're too Please. small. They're plentiful, okay, but they're too small. Ben, I don't want. I don't. I can't believe I have to say that. You shouldn't be fucking any birds. <laughs> Again, yeah, it's a it's an issue of consent. A bird can. Oh my god! Uh, but one day, once they evolve, oh god, nothing's gonna. So stop. Kevin Bacon, this one, and the burp, the burpening. I think this one's perfectly listenable. Um, <laughs> birds are beautiful. Do you remember Word Bird? No. From Fred Penner's place? Oh. You would drop word a word, bird. and then you'd learn how to read a word from Word Bird. Dropping a word. Dropping a word. Uh, I'll just be a few minutes. I gotta pop into the bathroom and drop a word. <laughs> drop a word in the pool. Oh, that bird was shitting, and Fred Penner didn't realize it. That's what, like, yeah. He's <laughs> just pooping some words on him. He's like, oh, look Penner. at this kid. Penner's cool as hell. Let's not disparage Penner. Oh no, he's great. Uh, I got great. to see him live at uh, one of the local establishments years ago, and I was mm. just like, this guy is still my hero. That's great. That's so nice. That's a nice way to go. That's much better than bird sex. Well, now we're talking about bird sex again, so let's just thank you for joining us. This has been Dork Matters uh, with you as always. I've been your dad, Dork host Ben Rankel, and uh, yeah, yeah, you. You're the other one. The other one. Me. Say your thing. Uh, your your edu dork, Lexi Hunt. I like it. Uh, and uh, yeah, join us. (laughs) <laughs> Don't do that. Until next time. Burp, 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 bird. It's one of the dumbest yet. Thanks for listening to Dork Matters. If you like the podcast, subscribe, give us a rating, and tell your friends about us. If you are a fellow dork and have a dork issue that you think we need to discuss, tell us on our social media. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. You can also check out original art and other content from Ben and myself. We'd like to say a big thank you to Yabra for the use of our theme song, Dance, off of their Astral EP, as well as a thank you to Jess Schmidt for producing and editing our podcast. Thanks, Jess. Dork Matters. This podcast is created on the traditional territories of the Blackfoot Nations, which includes the Siksika, the Begaini, and the Gaina. We also acknowledge the Stony Nakoda Nation, Sutena, and Métis Nation Region 3.